And we're back. This is actually take two for the Dream Three podcast, episode two. Even worse. I already, I've already said it before. We we titled this one even worse. We've screwed screwed up already. We didn't go live the first one. Well, I didn't go live because I'm controlling it, and I'm got a sinus infection, so I sound terrible. Uh, um, so <laughs> getting right back into it. Um, we were talking about Logan Paul versus Mayweather. Dylan refuses to watch it, no matter. No. He'll even not even those fucking clowns that are getting paid to fight to watch it. Exactly. So you got two guys who are going to make 90 plus million dollars, hundred plus million dollars for an exhibition fight. You know, Floyd best of all time to even do it. He's getting paid. Logan Paul is delusional thinking that he's going to go in there and even touch Floyd Mayweather. He'll touch him. He'll touch him under his belt, but that'll be about it. Well, he's given up 31 pounds. I think Logan (laughs) might come forward, but I think, I, I, <laughs> Caleb, I did not, I didn't mean that in a, in a professional way. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't, you big weirdo. But <laughs> so I, I still think it's a black eye for boxing. I think we're going to get more scrubs doing this over and over. And That's the only way boxing can stay relevant and make money. But they have good heavyweight division right now. And you got, you yeah, but have, they only fight once a year. Like you, these guys, they, they take their $100 million purse and then they go and sit and blow it all on hookers and coke and then they come back the next year and then do the same thing and but you still have guys like canelo and you have the Chalo brothers and obviously you have the heavyweights but i mean boxing's there it's just people want to see freak shows fights it's like pride rules back in the day like everybody wanted to see the 180 pound guy fight the the 400 pound sumo wrestler why don't we have like why don't we take like aaron judge give him a wired baseball bat and let him go ham on some people put that in the middle of a ring which which would you prefer to watch? Would you rather watch celebrity boxing or rough and rowdy? I don't know what rough and rowdy is. Yeah, what's rough and rowdy? From Barstool Sports, the the tough man competition? Fuck Barstool. Barstool's ass, bro. What? <laughs> you my dick. What? <laughs> I am quite surprised on that. You are not a Barstool guy? Fuck that. That guy is a fucking douche. Well... It happens. I got a pizza in my pants that he can fucking rate. <laughs> well, we'll get back on topic. First off, out of the gate, Neil LeBron got bounced. He had no help. Dude, he's shucks. Did, I'd I'd love to. I didn't get the stat. I don't have the stats right in front of me, but I'd love to see what what the rest of his team did outside of LeBron because I'm pretty sure all of them shot like. 25% from the field the entire series. Like they all looked like trash minus AD and LeBron. They were just bad. Like LeBron can't do it by himself. And and I think the Mavs are seeing that too with Luca. Like Luca can't do it by himself either. So exactly. Like and- I was talking to my brother and he he texted me, he's like, or he called me, he's like. He's like, I don't want to hear any any debate about Jordan versus LeBron now that he lost in the first round. I'm like, do you realize this is the first time LeBron's ever lost in the first round in the 18th year in the NBA? Like, Michael Jordan was naked on a beanbag eating Cheetos in his 18th year. Like, the, the, like your point is irrelevant. But then again, he's a he's an idiot anyway, so it's not like his 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 points matter. They're but irrelevant. Also- but also, like Jordan had help. Jordan had Pippen. He had yeah. What what did Jordan do without Scottie Pippen? Yeah, 
or Tony Nothing. Kukoc or I didn't see him making a finals. No, it, exactly. Like so, you know, everybody has help. Everybody has help. Oh yeah, but... LeBron had Matthew Dellavedova. I forgot about that. Okay, because he took... he's never had. Let's not forget about those Heat teams. He didn't have anybody, did he? Yeah, but he nobody. won two championships. He didn't have anybody on that Lakers team last year. Uh, he won one championship. He had Dwight Howard. When he had when he had help, yeah, he won a championship. Yeah, but everybody has help to win. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. That, like that argument's irrelevant, I think. No, I'm saying if if you have help, you can win a championship. But when you're doing it all by yourself, and you got to go take on Kevin Durant and his snake eyes, playing on the Warriors team, and all you got in your back pocket is J.R. Smith throwing the ball out of bounds and doing what, like smoking dope before the game. What, like, what are you gonna do? Good guy, that J.R. Smith. Oh, good old J.R. Good fan. Good old J.R. <laughs> Anybody that can take a championship away from LeBron is all right in my book. Oh, <laughs> I love me some J.R. Smith. <laughs> no, it's it, it is what it is. They'll be back next year. But you look at the games today, you look at like we're saying you need help. Look at the Mavs and the Clippers game. Like people are gonna get on Luca because he quote unquote complains, but the dude he dropped what 46 tonight? Yeah, yeah. he's I mean, I don't know what he was asking for the series, but it was probably what north of 30. Yeah. 35 but he, series? he literally has no help whatsoever. No. I, I know his, his best player every night is Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it is proving that you have to have help. That's why people are forming these super teams. That's why, you know, people are going out there and, uh, and, and combining together to make, you know, the big three, the – the Splash Brothers, the whole. I don't blame them. Yeah, I don't blame them either. I think it's something that, as an indie boy, I, I wish the Pacers would do, but we're too small market. And nobody wants to play. Yeah, here. I mean, it's an NBA problem. It's not a you know individual player problem. I mean, that's that's how you have to win in the NBA, and that's why in the NBA each year, you know, four teams max have a chance to win because mm -hmm. those are the teams that can blow all the money and pay the hit, you know, on the cap and. I think That's I think going to be no, until they change rules. Yeah, Milwaukee's got a chance. I mean, I think I think well, yeah. If Harden if Harden doesn't play most of the series, I think I think Milwaukee's got a chance to win it, even though they dropped Game One. But I mean, you're never gonna you're not gonna get that much bench help like the Nets did in Game One. You just won't get that every night. And I think yeah. the Bucks can take advantage of that because they play good enough defense. It's just you know if James Harden comes back, I, I it would be an embarrassment if the Nets didn't win the championship if all three of those guys are healthy. Yeah, dropping yeah. game one is pretty brutal for Milwaukee though, and getting just pumped on. I mean they didn't you know lose by twenty, but they were getting worked. Yeah, I'd like to see how they respond in game two. I think you keep it close. You got a chance at the end. Giannis has to hit his free throws. I mean, good night. He's. He's yeah. worse than LeBron. I mean, LeBron hasn't gotten better at shooting free throws, but Giannis is. Ugh, well, and, and why is he good. taking eight threes a game and against the Nets? That's been his mo this year. Is every time he plays the Nets, he sees you know Durant and Kyrie and Harden chucking up shots. So he's like, well, I guess I should take eight threes. You know, twelve threes. That's you know how many he's taken against the Nets this year, and that's just not. They were killing him in the paint. 
And then, you know, whether they went away from that or, or not, it didn't translate, you know, in the second half of the game and they just yeah. didn't have it. Yeah. No, I think, uh, yeah. I I mean, if you're Milwaukee, you can, you can pound them in the paint and that's going to always open up shots. Because if everybody's if the defense is collapsing on you, you get you get a better chance. Yeah, and if you're Giannis, you still have to have a triple double every night if you're going to win. Yep, you got to average forty points, triple double. Yeah, I mean Drew Holiday's got to play well. I mean, yep, that's what it's got to be. Yep. So going into tomorrow, Brooklyn's uh, point and a half favorites. So who are you going to take? Yuck. Um, Honestly, <laughs> it's a death sentence betting against the Nets. I would probably bet Milwaukee. Um, game plan wise, I think you have a little bit, you know, obviously more time to. Not that Blake Griffin's a fucking you know, hell hellraiser, but I think it's a completely different game plan. What up, Drew? Then uh, you know, him not getting the minutes if Harden's playing. Obviously, it's not the same position, but you still. You're gonna filter Blake in a lot more than had Harden played. I mean, this is a little bit different game plan. I'm probably taking the Bucks. Yeah. I was gonna bet, but I'm I, not. I'm not betting on that game. I don't like that. No, I don't like that. Series. No, I don't. No. I don't like that either. It's. <laughs> I'd like to see a whole game of what the, how the Bucks respond and then go from there. Even hey, though you, you know what needs to happen? Conor McGregor needs to meet them at the tunnel with a chair and just go try and smash their window. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> I mean, you pretty much need Kevin Durant to, you know, pull a James Harden and be out after 45 seconds if you're the Bucks and you want to be really confident because off of what the Bucks did last year and you blow it to the heat, I can't say I trust your ass a whole lot. I mean, they're a better team, though. I mean, they got Drew Holiday. He's yeah. a, an all-defensive all team player. I mean, he's... He's he's a great defender, and he gives you a lot. He gives you another scoring option that you didn't have last year when you're relying on Chris Middleton over Giannis. So, I mean, they're a better team. They're they're they are a better team than last year. It's just the Nets are just you know loaded with all stars. You know they're buying their championship, which you know is normal in New York, isn't it? Just wild to see them just get punked on. <laughs> Game one, Harden goes down. It's like, oh. Live bet, you know, hammer the bucks. Well, thank God I didn't do that shit because. Well, I'm tired of talking about dates. <laughs> yeah. How about the Hawks? Four, did you guys watch that game? Which one? The Hawks. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty impressive. Trey Young looked like a world beater out there. He's he's kind of blown me away in the playoffs so, so far. What did Trey score today? 35-10. There was a. On FanDuel last night, and I almost took it. There was a uh, plus two fifty bonus. Would Trey Young drop more than thirty? I should have taken it. Yeah, I think. I, I, think, I think Trey. I I have not been a Trey fan, um, no. but he's. I mean, he's impressive. I was, you know, he's anti-Trey. Actually, <laughs> I'll admit that zero. You know, shame in that. Yeah. But yeah, thirty-five ten. Four for eleven on threes. I thought his I thought his career would would decline like his receding hairline, but you know, yeah. I guess he's <laughs> he's drawn a little inspiration from him. Like his Kevin ex-girlfriend's going to CD Lamb. 
yeah. yeah. I assumed his career would be like Kemba Walker-esque. Yeah. Not really yeah. great. I mean. No, he's impressive. He's impressive. Yeah. He might be a guy that like they get another piece. They could definitely be a, a, a big contender next year. I might have to look into investing in some Trey Young. Definitely get like a red, Trey Young red prism. PSA 10, BGS 9.5. I want that nice fucking one. tiger stripe that Loparo has. <laughs> yeah. That tiger stripe's cool, but the red, I think, I think what I've noticed in this is kind of like the Luca that just sold is like the, the team color matches are starting to gain more value than any other subset color. Like the blue ice, like I was looking at the, the comps or like card ladder on the blue ice and the blue prism was outselling the blue ice and for Luca and I'm sure Trey's going to do the same thing. It's just, I don't know. I, I feel like the color match, the team color match is more desirable. Yeah. Well, a year ago, was it the blue disco was blowing up? Lucas was going well, crazy. Well, I, I bought the blue disco because it was the only cheap alternative to the blue, yeah. the actual like hobby blue, hobby exclusive. And that's blue. what I would probably go after. Yeah. I mean, I might have to pick one up. Maybe I'll try and do some tr- trading at the national and, and get some. That? National, end of July. End of July. 28 yeah. through the first. Yeah. Are both of you going? I did. I just bought my ticket. If I'm not if I'm not racing, I'm gonna go. But Where's it, that? it's in Chicago. Okay. Oh fuck. So it's not yeah. that far. Yeah. So yeah, if, if I'm not going to Pomona this year and I don't know yet. So if if I'm not, then I'm gonna go up to the national for sure. So you know I do on bets. So what kind of money I could take with me? <laughs> That'll determine if I'm going or not. What kind of money I'd have to take with me? <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> You're gonna want to buy every ton like that. I think. Yeah, Chicago because I was end up be... with 20k in fucking Chicago walking around. <laughs> Listen, there's gonna be people walking around with a half million dollars. No joke. Like there's like Not the fucking guy. This is this will be the biggest card show there probably has ever been. Just because they haven't had two years, it's gonna be yeah. huge, huge, guaranteed. And and the, like the football market's gonna make it drive even more. Yeah, I I I actually think the football market is as is gonna be as hot as it it is right now. I don't think. Well, I I say that I don't think prices will go up much more because uh, how high they are already. Mm-hmm. I just don't yeah. see them going up higher. Like, how can you con- how can you justify Justin Herbert's going over a thousand dollars when the guy hasn't even won an MVP or close to an MVP? Wild. He's gonna be he's he, he may not have a chance of making the playoffs. Like, I don't yeah, see how you could justify that. No, but uh, before we jump back into cards, let's look at hockey. You know, watch the, uh, the Bruins Islanders game. Last night, that series is tied 2-2. You had the Lightning beating up on the Hurricanes. That series is 3-1 for Tampa Bay. Um, and then right now, going on, we got the Avalanche and the Knights. I think they tied. just scored. Yeah, they're tied at the end of one. And then the Canadians beat up on the Jets 5-1. to one. So that's a that series yes. is basically over. So, you know, some good hockey was being played last night. I actually jumped on the, uh, the Islander bet somehow. And ended up winning. So I'm not huge on, on hockey or what's going on, but I know you two are. So is everything playing out the way you got as kind of like what we talked last week? 
seeing how everything's going and like Neil is the avalanche playing how you expected? Um, I mean, games one and games two, I expected to win at home, uh, going to game three, lose, you lose in the last five minutes, you give up two goals in 45 seconds or something like that. You lose a game sucks tonight right now. I mean, we got the first goal on the board, which is great. I'd like to see us. I'd like to see us get a little more shots on goal and stop letting them just pepper us. But uh, but right now, I think we're looking good. The problem is the problem is the the I mean the Avs Vegas series is the is is basically your Stanley Cup finalist because like either one of those teams is going to go to the finals. They're the best. They've been the best teams all year. Mm-hmm. And they're strong, top to bottom. Goaltending's great. I mean, they I don't care. I don't care what all year, but obviously the, <laughs> they still have some demons that they need to to work out. <laughs> Who? The Leafs. I mean, they were up there all year, first to thirty in points, I think. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he, they got demons. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, yeah, yeah. Tor- Toronto's a great offensive team. I think they lack in defense, which is what kills them. And then they oh, yeah. just, when they get down, they get down and their goaltending is not that great. So, and you let people just, when you let people give up easy goals, it's just. Yeah. Look it, at the it, <laughs> yeah. If you don't have a defense or goaltending. You're fucking, you're not much. That's right. That's right. So final thing on the sports topic for us, uh, we were texting back and forth last night during the UFC card. It was a trash, trash card last night. But <clears throat> the last two fights, you know, you had Biggie Boy versus uh, Saki, but you could tell that like Dylan or Neil, you texted me like he's too scared to come forward. So you knew he was going to get knocked out. He was so afraid of Biggie Boy's power. That you know, he just ran and then got backed up into the cage and tried to circle out and got put to sleep. Yeah. So this weekend coming up, we have Adesanya. He's fighting on the card. Um, a rematch against that uh, Italian kid, Italian, who didn't who fought not too long ago. Um, Asanya has already beat him, but he said or the the Italian kid said it wasn't really a loss. So we'll see. I'm taking Izzy to win by TKO or KO probably early. Um, I'll look at the rest of the card. I think it's a pretty good card top to bottom, but Dylan, I'll go with you on this one. What are you looking for at this weekend's card? So I'm probably betting Vittori, honestly. Um, I think he's going to do, a little bit what uh, Jan did, right? What's his last name that just got done beating Izzy? Jan Blahovich. Yeah. Um, Is he that big? He's going to grind him. I mean, he's going to put him against the cage and he's going to take him down. And he's got, you know, he's got some power. And I think Izzy's mouth is, you know, writing fucking checks that it can't cash anymore, honestly. Yeah. I, Has I he lost one time. I always think he's been overrated, to be honest with you. So to me, it's not really a change. I realize he's 20 and one, but I think you can be overrated and still, you know, be good and have a great record. 
Yeah, I mean, so, we saw that with Conor McGregor. I mean, he's got a great stand-up game, but he's trash agreed. on the ground. Agreed. He's fun as shit That's, to watch, but you can be over. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah, he's, he's uh, great because he draws fans in. But, I mean, yeah, no, I'd agree that he's he's not that great all-around technical fighter. But I think Izzy's got some stand-up that you got to watch out for. Yeah, I like that Marvin Kidd's style. I mean, he's just a grinder. won a ton of fights in a row. You know, he's on a good run. I think Brandon Marino probably takes the belt this time. Uh, that Brazilian, he hits hard, and he's damn good, but – Man, after watching that last fight, I don't know how Brandon didn't win the first time, honestly. That Nate Diaz, Leon Edwards, I don't – that's a mess to me. I don't really – I don't think the Diaz can fight anymore. Yeah, and he's a heavy <laughs> underdog. And I was thinking about taking a bet on that, but I think Leon Edwards is going to run right through him. Yeah, and then Damian Maya is plus 200. I, I don't know. I kind of like Damian Maya as a dog. It's, He's just a fucking OG. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. It sounds like you're taking all the dogs here. You might as well just go bet a hundred bucks on all of them and I see tell how you much what, money you I can mean, make. I won't have the Maya fight in my parlay because that's you're fucking asking for it. But you talk about upsets. The what Craig kid that what Icelandic motherfucker? He's plus two forty. I'm on that. Give me some of that. I don't. I don't disagree with you. The problem I see with Maya is his chin has gotten checked way too much lately. As I'm as much as I love him on the ground, I think if he gets touched, he goes to sleep. He's got almost that Chuck Liddell hot breath. Go well, that Muhammad has some some hands, mm-hmm. but I think they both are probably. I don't know if it'll be a ground fight, but they both are going to take you down once or twice you know, maybe around at least a couple times, they're going to go over probably two takedowns a piece in a three round fight. And if you're wanting to get close to Damian Maya and you're going to fuck around and, you know, roll around on the ground in the pajamas, like, you know, don't roll gonna... around with Damian Maya. No. <laughs> yeah. That's not, not a Brazilian. No, thanks. Not no. A <laughs> Hard pass. I'm not rolling around with any Brazilian. <laughs> well, you and me, you and me, Dylan, we both roll around pretty well. Yeah, well, if I start rolling around, I'm not getting back up. That's yeah, that's, true. <laughs> that's exactly that's true. right. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right, I'm going right to that conversation we were having earlier. We're gonna go. We're gonna go Colts Rams talk right now. Oh, so, go do you want to bet on the? Do you want to bet on this game? I will absolutely bet on the season. You really think? No, 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 no. I said the game. Oh, the game. The, yeah, the Rams are coming to play the Colts. I will be at that game. Well, of course I will. Oh, I'll go. Yeah. You gonna bet? You gonna bet? Me on that? What do you want to bet? Oh, you name it. Uh, Five hundred bucks. See, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put a card on it? I don't See, have. I was gonna ask what that five hundred dollar card was. Huh? <laughs> I don't have anything that you want. We could just uh, we could just put. <laughs> we could just put the value on a card. How about that? No, the value of uh, I'm trying to think of something that would have five hundred dollar value that I have. <laughs> That's not you know your Laparo stash over there. I'm not. I'm not Laparo, but I got a, I got a decent amount of good cards. If I'm gonna bet, I want a fucking Braun. That's what I fucking want. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
you, you're not taking any. I just said that your wife I just will be can't believe that you think you're going to come in with frat boy Stafford and whoa, whoa. light the Colts defense up, and <laughs> and <Whoa>. and <laughs> I'm Pat McAfee. It's going to be a long damn day. <laughs> it's going. And you think Carson Wentz isn't going to just hand the ball off to the three running backs that they have? Uh, timeout. Timeout. Okay. <laughs> If you had to choose your quarterback right now, given how they played and over the course of their career, are you taking Carson Wentz or are you taking Matthew Stafford? I'm not taking Wait, Matthew I get Carson Wentz that year that he was going to win the MVP. Like, can I take that Carson Wentz? No, no. You get Carson Wentz now. Oh. The body of work. You mean Carson Wentz with the offensive line that had like four torn ACLs, a torn Achilles, some dude from the parking lot who was selling peanuts thirty minutes beforehand. I mean, hey, 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 that's what that's what that's what we were two years ago with Jared Goff, and Jared Goff took us to the playoffs. So, like, I, I, you have no excuses. You They're and both Tommy held together with Scotch tape. Like, oh. like, say what? They're both held together with Scotch tape. Yeah, like Jared Goff is trash, and Carson Wentz. Equally trash. Matthew Stafford sucks too, though. He's no, terrible. he just played on a terrible team. <laughs> he throws for a lot of yards. I mean, I get it, but everyone does. He, he played Listen, on a good team when they had Calvin Johnson and still couldn't do anything. They made it to the playoffs. They sure. lost to the Falcons. But, I mean, <laughs> the Falcons made pretty, pretty deep runs. I mean, they made it to a Super Bowl. So I mean, gonna, I haven't. We're gonna find out seen... how much Matt Ryan really sucks this year. Yeah, Ooh. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that'll be that'll be fun. You know, what the, you know, Julio was trying to get himself out of playing with Matt Ryan again. That's, that's the real. Problem. Of course, <laughs> of course. Jokes on him. He's playing with Ryan fucking Tannehill now, who who has thirteen fucking pass attempts a game. So yeah, but he can throw him. farther than twenty five yards. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's yeah, Jimmy that doesn't fucking do anything for the like, Titans. They're not like, shit. Yeah, like what Dylan said, but he's surrounded by a couple guys that are going to get hurt. AJ Brown, who's a big, big receiver, kind of like DK, but yeah. I mean, to be fair, he plays through injuries, but he's often not a hundred percent. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. he's played so a lot of talk, games. If we're going to talk about injuries, are we going to talk about Ty Hilton? Are we going to talk oh, about he's Marlon trash. Mack? I've Are been saying talk about... trash for the last five years. Okay, well, it's still on top of that, we're going to talk about. Are we going to talk about half your tight ends are always on the IR? <laughs> like, are we going to talk about half your line is on the IR? You don't know which running back you're going to play. We ha <laughs> we've had a, a line for the last two years that has started ninety five percent of the games. Listen, man, you're playing with a team that that can't stay healthy. And your best option at quarterback last year was a guy who couldn't even push the ball 10 yards down the field. Like but he, he made to it to the playoffs with that trash team. Yeah. And you know what? Carson Wentz is worse than him. Like that's the, no way you downgraded. No way. You, Carson Wentz is still seeing hosts. No way. You that can't, was never Carson Wentz. That was Sam Darnold. You can't tell me that Carson Wentz's throwing motion is worse than Phillip Rivers. Hey. I don't care if it's worse. I don't care if it's better. I don't care if he's throwing submarine. Carson Wentz can't play football. He can't do it. Like he was, he was so bad that Philly didn't even want to play him. They had their head up their ass on that whole situation. Yeah, that was a mess. 
And you think just reuniting with your old buddy buddy like is gonna revive your career? Yeah. Sign me up. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Sign me up. Yes. I, I think you're also just waiting for Jeff Fisher to come back and take over the Rams so you guys can go. <laughs> so you guys go half and half. Well, well, why not, why not Jeff Fisher come back prodigy. and take over the Titans and then he'll just smoke you guys again? <laughs> like, so he beat us in the playoffs with Steve McNair and, and Eddie George. Hey, I'm just saying you guys. Like, I, you 2001 guys, again. All you great. are delusional about the Colts. I'm not a Colts fan, so let's, let's, you know, you guys, don't throw me in with that nonsense. I just, you know, I'll take any bets on you know, Carson Wentz having a good year. Oh, I think he'll have a good year. He plays oh, in the oh. AFC South. So so you think Carson Wentz will have a good year, but you don't believe in Dak Prescott? Isn't that what you Dak said Prescott's last week? the most overrated player in the last, what, 10 years of the NFL? Overrated? Yeah. Oh, Overrated. I'll wait for anything you have on Dak Prescott that's worthwhile. I'll just no, sit here and wait. I'll whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, if we're gonna say overrated, you're not gonna you're not gonna acknowledge like Johnny Manziel. You're not gonna acknowledge those guys. No, because they were never. Who rated Johnny Manziel? To I mean, he was a first round draft pick. Who rated him to be awesome though? Uh, people thought he was gonna come out and change the Browns. Idiots. Yeah, I mean, are we gonna say that Dak Prescott is worse than Baker Mayfield? Dak Prescott is he worse? He's in the he's in the neighborhood, and nobody crowns Manzel. Like, what's Prescott done that Manzel? You know, like they're both meh. I mean, Dax Dax made it to the playoffs. He's he's shown that he can mm -hmm. throw the ball and stretch the field. I mean, I think I think he's going to have a great year. But to, but to say like Carson Wentz is going to have a better year than Dak Prescott and. And their body of work, like Carson had one good year. Since then, I don't know what he's done. Dak got hurt the what third game of the season? Shit, I don't know. Yeah, but, but you, also, you drafted a quarterback that you know a young quarterback. What coaches do is they're going to throw Jalen Hurts out there, and that's you know he played well, so let him play. Yeah, Carson Wentz probably got pissed off that he got booted out of the job, but you know in a GM role, the GM's like, well, I just drafted this young guy. Might as well play him. I mean, I was saying that last year about Jacob Eason. Jacob Eason should have been out there playing instead of Phillip Rivers in most of the games. Well, I mean, I you're that probably right, but I mean, it, there's there's probably more to it because if you if you can't trust like in the situation of the Colts, if you can't trust Jacob Eason out there, then he's not ready, you know. But if you could trust Jalen Hurts over Carson Wentz, then he's ready. Everybody's just, all wrong. They need Chad Swag Kelly, starting quarterback. <laughs> He'll show up at your house uninvited and score touchdowns on Sundays. Anytime an NFL team drafts a quarterback, that's the person they want. They could have started zero games. They could have, you know, someone that's been there 10 years and be having a great year. And that fan base is still going to want the rookie they just drafted to play. That's just. Shiny toys, man. That's they want the new stuff. That's point just, and example. Drew Locke, who's trash, absolute trash. Like <laughs> he was supposed to be the hype train, the next greatest of all. The, guy is trash. They can't get rid of him fast enough. Well, what about what about Tua? Because we talked earlier about this. Is like 
you thought the Dolphins were going to be bad this year. Jacoby Brissett will be starting by game three. <laughs> now that's Is that your hot take? That's my hot take. Jacoby Brissett will be starting in the first quarter of the season. First quarter or game three? First quarter. So it's what? The first four games? I don't know. How many games do the NFL have now? 28? 28 regular season games? Not enough. They need to keep pumping toward all of those guys. <laughs> just play an entire year. Just take like one week off. Just yeah, they don't, just make the <laughs> rosters bigger. Hey, did you know there's a, a spring football league going on right now? I, I think they play in Lucas Oil a lot, actually. Do they? Is there, a, is there an Indianapolis team? No, but they play there because I've seen Yeah, I've seen a play there, but yeah, I was like I don't understand it. Why are you playing there? I don't I, I saw don't it on ESPN or Twitter last night. I was like, Whoa. and then I saw the USFL's coming back. Yeah, yeah. what? A year? Yeah, they're going to same Yeah, same year as uh, XFL. So we're going to have the XFL, the USFL, and the NFL. Hey, and more the, football and the NCAA will right? still have the better talent. Yeah, they will. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a hot take better than Tua starting by week four. I, that's pretty good. You mean Jacoby Brissett starting Dak, by week four? Oh, yeah. Dak, Dak Prescott MVP candidate? That's a fucking flaming hot take. Not even close. Like, unless Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson are all in a car that drives off a cliff, then, <laughs> then uh, fucking maybe Dak Prescott. Hey, hey, I said candidate. I never said he'd win. No, I, that's that would be unbelievable, though. I mean, well, I, I the odds on that are like 15 to one. How they're not a hundred to one. I don't know. I mean, like Patrick got a lot of help this year, like offensive linemen. They are stacked. Like they, they're going to be a good team. I don't, I, I mean, I don't see why Patrick would, would lose the MVP race. I don't know how, I don't know how the chiefs don't make it back to the super bowl. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't think there's anybody strong enough in the AFC to come close. But I'm the same way in the NFC. Maybe, maybe, if they, beating the maybe if they get lucky and they play well, Cleveland has a shot. But that's – They got a good – I mean, adding Miles Garrett to the defense – or not uh, not Miles Garrett, uh, uh, Clowney. Wait. No, no, no. They added Clowney. They added Clowney. John Johnson from the Rams. They got Anthony Walker from the Colts. They got Anthony Walker from the Colts, and then they added – Who'd they add? Clowney, they added they, they added the other corner that the Rams had. They took half our defense. And another defensive. Yeah, they got two guys from the Rams, and then they got a defensive tackle from I think the Giants. Yeah. I think like I, I don't see any reason why the Browns don't have at least a top five defense this year. So and then it's all on Baker Mayfield if they don't make the playoffs. No, no, make- no, 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 no. They run the ball. They run the ball. I still think that Cleveland struggles to win that division. I agree. Well, that's because you have three really good teams and Joe Burrow, who's a really good talent. Well, AFC that's, North is so stacked. I would argue yeah, you have like, three kind of good teams. <laughs> they're no, I mean Pittsburgh's good. They're, I mean they just they they got hot and then they just went ice cold. So the Ravens have a running back playing quarterback, so that doesn't really do. Yeah, anything. I mean the Ravens. I mean that's why the Ravens are. What are they going to do? Like try to go thirty to forty percent under center to try and open up the passing game a little bit for you know, Lamar. I mean Lamar's well, got to be able to should, throw. Exactly, they should run the triple option. <laughs> try not to die every they, game. They Lamar. should run the Georgia Tech triple option. 
But I don't he, know if that's feasible. I'm not sure J.K. Dobbins uh, smart enough to get that offense. Man. I've, or, I've or, seen <laughs> I've seen Clowney go through a line, go through a Michigan line a little too quickly. So Hollywood, I don't know. I'm figuring that out. <laughs> yeah. That'd be easier for him. Just run straight, bro. So, do you think by mid year, do you think Dwayne Haskins will have started a game? No. No. What team is he on? Is he Steelers. still playing football? Yeah, he's he's Steelers backup quarterback. Oh my god, the Steelers are going down. Never mind, they're AFC North's not good. Steelers are trash. <laughs> no, I mean it's... that guy's uh, uh, over under. Dwayne Haskins starts a game, or does he eat a hot dog on the sidelines? Like that's that's the real bet going on here. Probably embedding the Sanchez option. <laughs> Probably going with the hot dog bet. I I take that too. Who has a better I think year? The only bet there is is he a mustard guy? You know, like Sanchez. I think that's the only bet. Who's got a better year? Uh, <laughs> Burroughs or Baker? Better year? Yes. Throwing? It's got to be Burrow, right? Oh, I mean, I think like I've said even last week that I think Burrow has a better year than Herbert, but I'll still take Mayfield over Burrow. For what? Wait. Mayfield over Burrow for Just a better, have a better, better year overall year, yeah. Like record wise or passing? Because I think that's those are two different. Not teams. You got to take teams out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Body of work. I mean, giving his team a chance. You know, touchdowns to interception ratio, completion percentage, rating. I mean, besides, it's probably it's probably Baker. I think I think Burrow gives you a little more, a little more like oomph to your offense. I think he gives you a chance to win. Baker, I think your chance to win is running the ball and him throwing play action. We well, see how much confidence Burrow has in his knee to still run and still be mobile. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, working in sports medicine, like it, ACLs now and doing repairs on those, no matter how much damage they are, even playing quarterback, those are like, it's like, it's, it's like drinking water now. Like they pump those but things he out has so well. You know what I mean? You can have somebody tell you, you know what I mean? But it took Gordon Hayward two years to have confidence in his leg. It took yeah, Paul that's, George a year. That's an, open, you know? that's an open fracture. Like you have words. I'm saying, I'm saying just from a person having confidence, not injury, same wise. Like, well, has Joe Burrow ever lacked confidence? In an injury, has he ever had to? I mean, it's different when you think your body could fail you than like your talent and you're healthy. Like, I I agree to some extent, but a guy like that who shows no fear, I, I don't okay. see any reason why he wouldn't be. Burrow, I mean, I got I got the jerseys in the closet. I am fucking Burrow all the way, but I just you know I still want to see him, you know, take off for thirty yards and fucking jump into the end zone to see what kind of. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're never gonna know until you get out there. But I'm saying, from just my perspective, he will he will be fine playing next year. Like oh, the yeah. knee will not be the issue. It used to be a year, and what? It's down to what six months now. I mean, yeah. I've seen yeah. some come back quicker. I've had... AP did it in like two months. Look, Craig, <laughs> Craig did it in almost exactly a year. Back to. Yeah. From blowing it out to completely back to normal's about a year. Yeah, AAP just had a bye week in his ACL. The next, you know, yeah. the next week was fine. So besides T. Higgins, who's Burrow's throwing to? Jamar Chase. Why not? 
Yeah, fucking A, Tyler man. Boyd. They had, what, 20 touchdowns at LSU together, maybe? Yeah. Ish. Joe, Joe Burrow might throw for 50 interception, but he might throw for 100 touchdowns with how much <laughs> talent he's got playing wide Okay, then, then who throws more touchdowns, Baker or Burrows? Oh, Burrow. Burrow. <laughs> yeah. Burrow. 100% Burrow. Yeah, give me, give me Burrow. Okay. Baker's going to give you like a 28 and 10, 29 and 9. The question be is, right around what 30. Does Tannehill throw for? Does Tannehill throw for? Yeah. Yard, yard, I mean, two years ago, Tannehill in what, 12 games threw for. 1500 yards i mean he's a couple years out from awful just bad when he took over i mean you know then he played i don't know how many games did he play after he took over for mariota eight something like that yeah. i mean he was okay he played well the year before that was yikes yeah and you talk about julio jones who in atlanta has had years of three touchdowns Six touchdowns. Like he's not a big red zone threat as much as he should be. And Atlanta, how much, how much is that like, is scheming though? That just Atlanta just uses well, him as a decoy was, rather than just getting I mean, him involved. Like they, they made it seem like this big, like oh, Julio wasn't a big red zone threat. We're gonna make a red zone package for Julio. We're gonna get Julio the ball in the red zone. Like it, you know, they it was just like never no. did that, huh? They just never did it. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't. I, some of that's got to be on him. Like, I, I'm just saying, if you got someone who's six four and that big, like, throw him the freaking ball. Just throw him the ball. Well, and somebody just commented. I don't. I only think he played what ten games last year. So taking last year out, you know, I mean, I know he was hurt. So that's definitely, uh, you know, it's a good call last year. But even a couple years before that, I think was the six touchdown year or the three touchdown year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He doesn't go over 100 catches when he had Matt Ryan a whole lot. You know what I mean? Like Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, those are guys that consistently, you know, I think have gone over 100. Julio doesn't go over 100 grabs a whole lot. And do you, so do you think now Julio you're throwing the ball how much less? Huh? Do you think Julio will play the entire season? Oh, uh, no, I bet, he, I bet he misses, you know, a week or two. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. It's probably not that uncommon that someone misses a week or two in yeah. the NFL. It's just, it's just the load, like the the amount of strain each week takes to play, and then you got like a short week, and you got to come back, and you play on a Thursday night. And well, and now just, we'll see for the first time what the extra week of teams. You can't do what the NBA does, but I bet you have some teams that are in good spots going. Oh yeah, his ankle is sore you know what i mean like you'll see teams that sit a player or two this year that normally would have played even with just that extra week depending on how your bye week falls because somebody's gonna get screwed and i don't know the schedules identically but i'm sure somebody has already been screwed you know what i mean schedule wise for where that bye week falls and i'm sure that guy that could play or normally would play probably won't if he wakes up and you know his tummy hurts yeah. I mean, whoever whoever's playing the Houston Texans each week, I mean, they're gonna see Billy <laughs> Billy Bob and Bob the Grocery Man. So, I mean, <laughs> you don't know what you're gonna get each week from that team. So you might as well sit a player. And I did see that the coronavirus rules are still apply for teams next year. So you still have that 
um, those extra people on the roster that you could pull from okay. uh, the, the different rules and regulations that we saw last season. So I, I'm going to agree with Dylan on this. I think that you are going to see some teams that are going to pull guys out when they need to. Now we do have one less preseason game, which is good, good and bad at the same time, because let's be honest, the starters only play preseason game number three anyway. They'll play the yeah. first half. Quarters. Yeah. yeah. And so, they may play what three quarters throughout the entire four games. For sure. But yeah. it's really hard on those guys who are trying to make a roster. You don't get that many shots to to get some film now. Oh hell, I'm here for the stars. I'm not yeah. here. For I don't care about I don't care about I don't care about these project kids. <laughs> Caleb Caleb's got a special place in his heart for those guys with the being a walk-on, and I respect that, but I'm here for the stars, Caleb. Absolutely. I'm here to put fans in the stands, baby. So even my dad, my dad hates going to preseason games, but I can't stand it. I'm always going because I want to see who's going to be the next guy that comes out of nowhere. I get that. I'll go to the third preseason game because they're playing three quarters, and then I'm leaving, and I'm going to have a hot dog, and then I'm fucking dipping. <laughs> <laughs> like Danny Amendola. Yeah, I'm gonna people watch, and I'm gonna dip at halftime. That's what no, I'm doing. I'd, I'd rather watch Patrick Mahomes. I don't care about Danny Amendola. <laughs> All right. I don't want to. I don't want to watch the next white five foot six wide receiver to come out and be throwing the ball. Like I could care less. Hey, I'm just here for the next. Oh, he's a superstar. How dare you? <laughs> I just want the next Peyton Hillis to be on the Madden cover. Oh Jesus! Thanks for that <laughs> fantasy win, bro. Yeah, Bino Rhino. What a what a terrible year that was. Had yeah. 20 touchdowns in four games and then never touched the ball again. <laughs> ever, ever again. Uh, so let's we'll wrap up by saying uh, the Colts are still going to beat the Rams when they play, and I will share all the text messages that I send. Uh, Neil, as oh, uh, we'll talk about it. As we're up, Aaron, I'm going to tell you, Aaron Donald right now is going to he's going to get earholed by this man named Quentin Nelson. <laughs> It's going to stand over him. Oh, going to flex. Going to shout it out to Bussin and the boys. Yeah, it's going to get. Part of the bet Dude. has to be that you're in Rams stuff or Neil's in Colts stuff when we do that show a thousand percent. For sure. hundred percent. And that's, you have to buy the fucking fine. shirt. Nobody, there's no sharing. You have to spend the money on a fucking shirt. Hey, I, that's fine. I'm not going to be buying anything because Aaron Donald's going to have like <laughs> two and a half sacks. He's going to be taking a nap over on the sidelines because they're up 31 to eight in the first quarter again. Like yeah. when's the last time that when's the last time that you guys actually competed against the Rams? You remember, what was that? Like 2012 back uh, when you had Andrew Luck. Um, was it? Or was it? I, know, I remember. Was it, I remember. Was it the last time that we came to Lucas oil? We smoked you guys. It was like 31 to eight. Something like that. Right. What's his house that punt that I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Tavon Austin did. He had three. Touchdowns. Yeah, he did. He, he he had a kickoff return. He had a punt return. Christ, they did destroy catch. the Colts. Yeah. What year was that? Oof, I don't even know. Uh, I think Aaron Donald. Tavon Austin, so it couldn't yeah. have been. <laughs> Just wait, Aaron Donald's coming. I don't know if you. I know you on the East Coast, like your East Coast train. You don't watch much of the Rams, but Aaron Donald's a a, a different animal. I don't know if you've seen anybody in that side of the the AFC South. That's that. I stick to CBS on yeah. on Sundays. I watch oh, that fucking AFC games. I don't watch. 
Oh wait, we're talking we're talking home. I'm saying I'm looking at the 46 to 9 beatdown in 2017 when was it, was it like Brian Hoyer playing quarterback for the Colts? <laughs> Something I haven't seen in a while. All right, I uh, rest my case. Can we move to sports cards now? Because this, this is this conversation is going. I watched there. Mark Bolger ball out in the RCA dome until the that's Colts right. Opened. Yeah, yeah. He used to love me. So he put Mark his Bolger. mega bulge all over the Colts' face. That was he what? tried to. He ended up getting punked. That's when, that's when uh, Peyton and Harrison broke that duo record. I was at that game. That was a pretty badass game. It was 45-28 that game. Yeah, and they were up 14 to nothing, I think the Rams were. And then a Bulger pick six kind of turned the game around. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So I was in a Jerry Holt jersey, and I was like, man. Steven ja- Jackson probably got hurt that game like he did every other game. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Bulger got hurt on that pick. <laughs> trying to chase him down. And I think Actually, I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> so we'll get off the sports stuff and bantering back and forth and we'll move into sports cards. So Neil, a lot of stuff moving this weekend, a lot of big sales from card ladder. I saw yesterday that there was over five and a half million dollars worth of sports cards that were sold yesterday, just in total. Um, so, <coughs> ah, thought I'd get one out, but I saw there were some big time movers, some big time, <clears throat> super sales. What did you see? uh that caught your eye what was it uh the we talked about a little bit earlier the luca the luca blue um i think it was it was up so from so the last sale on it before yesterday was april 7th it was 46 so with the recent market dip you would expect to see that down a little bit but luca blue um jim at 95 BGS 95 sold for about four thousand dollars more than what it sold for in April. So I mean that's good. It's showing that you know the high end cards are gonna continue to slowly grow in value. They're not gonna really dip like they should. Um, so from that aspect, that's a good thing. You know it might be a little harder to pick up a Luca now than than it was a couple months ago, but and I'm sure it'll get it'll get harder and harder as those cards become more scarce and the value keeps going up on them. So are you thinking that, and like you said earlier, the play is at the moment, people are looking to get the team color cards. So the Luca blue or yeah. Trey red, or I saw a, uh, a Brady Buccaneers red that Ryan got back from PSA. So is that the move some people are liking to see instead of, you could remember even, you know, people still do it, but uh, jersey numbered cards. So out of 99, you pulled number 12 for, let's say, Brady. You got the 12 out of 99. People find that more valuable. Obviously, that's a niche for a certain market, but in the long run, do you see that team colors are more valuable than, let's say, just a random numbered card? Um. I think you're already starting to see that because like a Trey red is going to go for more than a Trey blue and vice versa. Like the Luca blue is going to go for more than the Luca bread. Um, now I can't remember what's the Luca. What's the blue is that blue out of one ninety nine? Uh, red is out of two ninety nine. Correct. So what I've seen and I'll have to, I mean, obviously I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but generally before when, 
you know modern cards were were going up in value a lot of people were moving towards the the color matches more so than the than the number or scarcity like right now you could, there was a luca blue ice so blue ice not quite the same team color bgs 95 on may 20th sold for $36,000 so and i think the blue ice is out of 99 so lower lower pop card lower numbered card but it's not the team color. It doesn't match the team color. So I think there's potential for the the team colors to be just have a significant bump in their price. Um, but I mean, any numbered, any numbered high end numbered rookie card is gonna hold value for sure. And we also saw <clears throat> this weekend that the Tom Brady contenders out of ninety nine auto. I think it was a BGS nine or nine point five. Was it a nine? I think it was a nine. Sold for three point one million. Jesus should. It I mean, did. Brady's not hasn't gotten the love that it needed to, and it's. I think it's only fair now that Brady's are starting to gain more value, and so those cards are picking up. Obviously, the rookie Brady is really hard to get or get into, depending on which one you're going after. So, if you want to get into the Brady game. Is it better to go after the second years now? Let's say a top a 2000 or 2002 tops Chrome Brady or an SP authentic Brady. Uh, I mean, it depends on what you really want. Like if you, yeah, I mean that stuff's going to be cheaper and it's going to go up in value over the course of time. But like, if you want to hold something that people want more, it's the rookie card. Like, find the rookie card even if it's in like a psa 8 if you find a brady chrome and a psa 8 people are going to want that more than they're going to want a 2002 you know sp authentic out of 1250 or something like that it's the like, first year bucks fall on any of that i mean obviously when the championship i mean i think it'll be a little boost but it's it's not going to hold the same value as a rookie yeah. or, or the old school 2000. If you're trying to, you know, if you're younger, don't second, have a third year card. trying to get into Brady's. I mean, first year buck championship. I mean, well, there's cheap, not- there's cheap rookie Brady's out there. Like there's still yeah. some cheap rookies out there that you can get. Yeah. They're not the Patriot uniforms, but you can get the, what is it? The Pacific 2000. I don't, I don't know what I can't even quote. Don't even quote me on what they go for, but I'm sure you can get Brady's out yeah, there. Yeah, the Pacific 2000 car, the one in the the Senior Bowl jersey. Yeah, the yeah. the split rookie jersey uh, card. Those are you know anywhere from two hundred to five hundred dollars, I think, off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, and I was looking, and I was watching some of Ryan's videos. I saw he sent out a bunch of uh, second year Brady. Uh, and, and they SP authentics and they came back nines. And I was looking those last night, the nines, you can get them as low as $125 and you can get them as high as three seventy five. So, you know, a second year Brady for someone who might want to flip to get some quick money from now until the start of the season might not be a bad idea. Yeah. I think football's a good buy right now. I think Brady's, and I think we talked about this last episode with Brady. Brady's a little undervalued for what Mahomes is at right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. seven Super Bowls and you're only your your premier rookie cards only. Uh oh, Caleb. When you say Ryan for everyone, will you mention his store or handle or 
Yeah. So people have an idea. Yeah. So Ryan, uh, card collector two at card collector two on Instagram, yeah. on Facebook. He's probably one of the best guys out of Ohio. He's right down the street from Neil. Um, yeah. yeah Ryan, card so, collector two. Card collector two. Great, great guy. That's where I get a lot of information from. It's kind of where I got back into the hobby was because of him. And then him being literally like a half mile from Neil makes it even yeah. Better and worse because I can go over there and spend a bunch of money like I did the first time I went over to this old store. Yeah, you figure give him a shout out, you know. For if we're gonna name drop them in, we gotta, you know, direct him some traffic here. You know, one day we'll have him on. We'll have him, we'll have him and Laparo on at the same time. Oh god. We, it's not same time. What did you do? We'll do two different ones for that. Get, get that way, that way me and Laparo can just talk about LeBron and Oh, I could talk God. about all the other cool stuff because you guys he's, better wear your fucking he's so much more knowledgeable than he's Ryan is a guru. He is. And he's he's what three years younger than me. I think he's 27. Yeah, I think he's my age. He might be a year older or something. What's like going that. on with this showtime fight right now? Why is everybody freaking out? Did the stream crash or something like that or what? I don't know. I hope so. I hope nobody gets to watch that stupid fight. I saw the one comment on our live and then was getting blown up on my phone, but I haven't had a chance to really look at anything. Hey, I wanted to I wanted to get into this when we were talking about cards real quick. Mm-hmm. So this came from Squint Sports Cards on Instagram. This is Justin. Um, he said he had a hot take for the show, and then he had a question for us as well. So his hot take is, Steph Curry has changed the game more than any other player, uh, more than Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron for the modern-day basketball, right? So he said those guys impacted the court or impacted the game off the court more so, but Curry has changed the whole landscape of, of the game and what is deemed possible. So I wanted to get your, kind, your guys' kind of thoughts and my kind of thoughts on on. Steph Curry being essentially the one of the next goats, if not already a goat, um, yeah. and being a guy who has essentially changed the game of basketball for the better. So go ahead. Yeah, I mean, start for me. I mean, Curry's got to be the best shooter ever. So I think that that gets you goat status for me. And I mean, did he? I mean. Did he change the game or revolutionize it? Yeah, I mean, probably. Who else? You three know. and D. Got to be able to shoot the three. Yeah, I mean, that's he's taking shots from the logo. I don't remember that being, you know, a casual thing that coaches were like, yeah, sure, you know, feel free if you're open to launch one from, you know, fucking half court, you know, because you're open. You know, now, I mean, Dame does it. You know what I mean? And Dame, right. he didn't start that shit. LeBron's yeah, in a he's, few. He's, he's just as good with it now. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, he probably started it. I mean, that Rockets team, when D'Antoni was coaching them, was shooting 43s a game and barely touched the paint. But, I mean, that was after Steph. I mean, coaching-wise as a team, you know what I mean? The uh, You know, Golden State was probably some of the first to put up those kind of numbers with him and Clay. but you're also talking about – the best and another top five shooter. When you have two top five shooters, you know, on the same team, when has that happened before? I mean, I don't, has it? 
mean, you get two guys two that top five shooters in the league. <laughs> yeah, not just like current, you know, in the league, but ever. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I mean, that's probably that's probably the first and probably be the last time that ever happens. Yeah, I think Steph is obviously. I think he's a generational talent. I remember <clears throat> watching him at Davidson. And, you know, he was a small, undersized kid who was, you know, did well in the tournament and came out. And I think <clears throat> he revolutionized the game, obviously, by the shots that he takes and, and that so much. But for you to basically put a team on your back like Golden State, who was nothing but a doormat in the NBA for years and take them to title contention. Now, obviously, he had help put around him with clay and, and everybody else, but yeah, they drafted a lot of those guys, but you, you got to think that you have to have a leader. The bulls are not the same team without Michael Jordan, the whatever team that LeBron is with is not the same team without LeBron. So you have to have that star player to go around him. I think Steph has changed the game. I think he doesn't get the respect that he deserves yet because obviously he's kind of like Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes is one of the greatest heavyweight boxers of all time, but he's stuck in the middle. And this is kind of a bad analogy because let's say LeBron is Ali. So everybody loved Ali. Now I'm not saying everybody loves LeBron because there are some people by most that don't. They're all delusional. That's actually a pretty good comparison because I'm not a real big fan of Ali or LeBron. So <laughs> Just to piss you both off at the same time. How about that? But that's because all you like is Twinkies. But he was the one that ended up. Uh, Larry Holmes ended up beating an older, beat up Ali for the title, and nobody gave him, you know, real claim to it. Even though he went on and won seventeen straight fights after that, he still won the title from the greatest ever. But. It's like yeah. he doesn't get that respect because you I know, think Curry does though. I mean, he's beaten LeBron how many times in the finals? No, and I'm, that's not shade. That's just when you beat no, no, LeBron no, no, no. in the finals. No, no, no. He's he's beat LeBron three times in the finals, two times with Kevin Durant. Oh, I'm not talking about any of that. You're just gonna get butthurt as a Bronx fan. I'm yeah, just but, saying. But I'm saying like if you're talking about if you're talking about just Curry versus LeBron, it's not. one time. I'm not. I, I can't even acknowledge the the Kevin Durant super teams like the that team that team was better than that team it was the best team ever. Like but I'm Kevin saying Durant, as far as Steph him Curry, getting Clay respect. Thompson. I mean Curry winning those titles, I think put him over the top. I don't think there was anybody that doubted him that didn't think he was one of the best. And I then think, to do what yeah, he did I this agree. year, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I would vote for. I mean, I don't obviously I don't get a fucking vote, but he'd be my MVP this year. I mean, that's what I'd vote for. I don't know. He didn't even make the playoffs. Well, didn't make the playoffs because of their make-believe fucking system of the dumbass play-in. How stupid is that? High school basketball tournament. Yeah, so dumb. We're going to have the seven seed play twice. They're going to play each other in a practice squad game, and then (laughs) we're going to play horse, and then the winner of the horse game is first captain. And then fucking that dumb shit. Yeah, so dumb. No, I, I, I think they don't do anything for me. No, (laughs) Okay, Embiid. I I don't care. Give me, give me Curry. I see your point. I like Steph deserves a little more credit, 
for what he did this year, playing essentially with with nothing, you know, a skeleton of a team that he's used to. Um, Curry, I think Curry's changed the game for the better because I think a little bit of analytics has gone into it, where you 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 where you shoot an eighteen foot jump shot and you make it at the same rate that you shoot a twenty three foot three pointer. Why not take the extra point if you're shooting it at virtually the same the same rate? Like yeah. if your field goal percentage is the same, we take the extra point. And I think that's where people have come to realize that the the eighteen foot jumper isn't exactly as useful as it used to be. <laughs> Mid game, and, and that people have gotten smarter about using you know getting to the rim versus dishing out for a three. And I think I think that's that's a big thing that Steph has Steph and the Warriors and Clay Thompson have have basically revolutionized in the game. So from that aspect, yeah, I would agree. I think I think Squints is right. I think he should be considered in a GOAT conversation. Maybe by the end of it, he's a top five guy all time. Yeah. You know, I think that's fair. Yeah. Top five guy all time, why not? Yeah, I I I agree. Yeah. I mean, the first yeah. two, three, four. I mean, those are that's hard to crack. You know, it's like it's like yeah, if you. Five. I mean, for us collecting in the hobby, it'd be like I want a Michael Jordan rookie, I want a LeBron rookie, and I want a Steph rookie. Like those are the three that I would take. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. can add you can add in Kobe too, but like Steph is deserves to be in that conversation. I would agree with that. Yeah, those would be my four. Yeah. So that's was that, was that Squince's question or hot take? That was his. That was his hot take. I don't okay. think it's that's that hot, but I think it. I think it does need to be acknowledged, um, yeah. in that aspect because I mean Steph Curry really is is truly probably underrated for what he's done for the the league. Um, the second part of that fun topic question that he asked said. If you're if you're going after a low end numbered card, would you rather have the gold of ten or a green of five PSA ten? Right, assuming that the the of five green is a pop one, and the of ten gold is a pop two. So five is a pop one. Five is a pop one. You're getting a PSA ten. Taking a five. The gold, yeah. Or the but for gold, me, it depends on the player. The gold of ten is a pop two. I need the number player. Okay, okay. Here's here, here's the example. You get a Luka Doncic 2018 Prism Luka Doncic gold out of ten, or you get a 2018 Prism Luka Doncic green out of five. Oh, give me the gold. Now give me the green because I can sell it higher because it's a pop one. That to, here's here's where this is. I think the pop becomes irrelevant because you're talking about of ten versus of five. True, but like if they're not like if they're not graded. You can you can set your price higher. Yes, but at the same time, what's more desirable, gold or green? I just like to look at gold. Give me the gold. That's that's what I'm saying. People want the gold. They want the gold, Caleb. Especially if he's in one of the the white gold Mavs unis. Give me that fucking card. Yeah. Well, I'm still taking. I'm still taking the green if it's pop one. 
I think I think when it's when you're talking like pop two versus pop one, like you're talking so low in pop count, even with numbered cards, like give me the gold because the gold looks better than the green. PSA 10. I don't give a fuck what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, those are going down in value. They'll probably crash to five hundred after tonight. <laughs> Which is fine because I I remember having Luca PSA nines for fifty bucks <laughs> and selling them for eighty. And then here's here's one more. I think we may have talked about it, or maybe maybe this was Justin's little add-in question: PSA authentic with an auto of ten, or a BGS eight auto ten. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go BGS eight because at least the card is graded. <laughs> yeah, I think I think an eight is good. I think an eight's decent. I mean, you're talking about what near mint. Yeah, I think eight's fine. Do anything for me. I think if it goes to like a seven, like a BGS seven, Ugh. I'd <laughs> rather have the PSA authentic. I I just would. I just the this the BGS like other than the gold and the silver labels. They just look gross. The white just looks gross. The white is terrible yeah. unless it's it's, it's so gross. Yeah. I don't know. When I see authentic though, I just think coward. <laughs> Fuck you. Put me in a pussy. Put a grade on it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. You fucking coward. <laughs> yeah, but on vintage on vintage cards like my Rick Flair. I don't know. My yeah, Rick like you're five. yeah, yeah. Like I that looks good, but nothing well, like I don't fuck with vintage. So there you go. <laughs> Like, like example, would you would you rather have like a a PSA authentic auto ten of a LeBron exquisite, or do you want something that says BGS seven auto ten? Mm. Just that seven, I don't like that at all. And you definitely don't want BGS authentic. Like that just looks stupid. So. <laughs> yeah, but if I have a BGS seven exquisite LeBron. What does that still go for? <laughs> if I have the seven and I crack it like a motherfucker, more, more cash than I have readily available. Well, it's like it's well, it's like my Herbert cracked ice, my Herbert Red cracked ice. I got an eight on it. Yeah, yeah. disrespectful. Should have just cracked it and sold it raw. You should take that and submit it to BGS. They'll probably give me a nine five on it. No, because here it's it's uh, up and down and it's off. BGS needs the money right now. They're going unders. SGC is taking over. SG, yeah. Which is crazy because those slabs look like what I just pumped out in the fucking toilet 20 minutes ago. I I do not like SGC slabs. They're not Um, the greatest. I love the black. I think think some of the HGAs look cool. Like if you can get the color schemes to match. Or did you see the the two hundred one where they had the Hawaiian surfer? Yeah, yeah. that was kind of that was a little cool. too much. Yeah. See, I would do those for you know like PC items that are you know hundred dollars. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm in on PC. That's fine. But like, it's the only time I'm using them. Or anytime like that I'm put, for money. Yeah, if I'm going to put together like a hot pack, I'm going to send a thousand cards to GMA to grade super quick, super low and yeah. sell, sell mystery packs for $10 to kids who want to get into the hobby and want graded cards. Well, that's the thing too. SGC is getting people back in like two, three weeks now. Like they're getting your subs back in two, three weeks where BGS is still taking five months, six months. What's their, unless cost? you're playing the, well, I think SGC 
It's like 27 if you go through like Ryan or any of the other um, yeah. and group it, submissions. Is it it's still, like 27? Do they still cap? I'm not sure. Because I knew they were only at like 2,500 cards a week. They would No, no, no. That was HGA. Oh, that was HGA, not SGC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. SGC is, doesn't have a cap. But they're, I mean, they're pumping through right now. So that's good. And I heard uh, BGS is going to shut down, obviously, for backlog. PSA okay. is open back up, which is nice because I have 20 day Pokemon cards that have been there for five months now. <laughs> I have, I have some that's almost a year now. I think I subbed them in July. <laughs> So price, I got my I got my Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur sitting there waiting. I, have, yeah, I got four Charizards sitting there on a on a on a twenty money. day. Oh, speaking of, all right, I, question for both of you because oh, I'm in the same position I was last year. I saw or found a Charizard Hollow non or non shadowless. So PSA nine. Same one that I bought last July. They got it for eleven hundred dollars. Do you buy it and hang on to it like we did last year, or do you think that market has done sold out? I think the market's done. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I have no idea. Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon had its rise and it has its fall, and I I just don't see Pokemon being sustainable. Just because there's so the pops are starting to get so high now, mm-hmm. it's just there's too many. Don't you want to hold there. on to it for the fiftieth anniversary on your retirement? Yeah, you can you can do that, but like we were, all, <laughs> we were all hyped on this was going to be twenty five years, but you look at Pokemon, Nothing. they just they just keep pumping products out. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like with sports, you have like you're not going to continually pump out rookie cards yeah. because people want just the rookie cards. You know, and they're just only going to make a limited print run where Pokemon, if more people want Charizard and more people want, you know, Hidden Fates. Okay. What are you talking about? I'm going to Charizard rookie. (laughs) Charizard ain't tearing his ACL anytime soon. (laughs) I need to get, I need to get one of those shirts from Card Talk Pod. Yeah. Those are sweet. Then what's the, if, and I was watching Market Movers today and you can see everywhere all around that card prices are going low. And I think that's because people are talking about card prices are dipping and people are freaking out and this and that, but could it also be, you know, people are getting into this NFT stuff, the digital stuff, which I don't get, I don't understand. I don't want to be a part of it. I think that stuff is completely stupid, but I don't get it, but I'd like to be a part of it. I mean, I've seen some of the prices that some other friends have on, you know, lamello balls it's like holy shit what am i doing wrong if you can drop and pay three hundred dollars and you know you open up something stupid that you know somebody wants to pay four thousand dollars for it's like well fucking a man well when you when you're the first one into the market i mean that's great it's like when when we had your luca and we sold it way too quick if we would have waited six months it would have been $20,000 $20,000 card. Well, I, I, I don't know about 20000 It was 20000 I looked it up. BGS? No, no, I don't believe that. A nine silver auto back at the hype? I don't so know. You guys owe me, I guess, like seventeen grand. 
There's only two people to blame for that, and I am looking at Well, I tried to sell it for five, and Neil pushed me on the deal to get it out. That. Well, that's because well, that's because you were trying. That's because you were just starting collecting, and, and you had no capital. Now, yeah, you had no capital. Sure. And to be fair, what I've turned that money over on in bets probably beats fucking twenty k. So, yeah, <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> Especially in what a year and a half or two years, I I bet it's true for sure. That okay. that. Bet from a year and a half ago before the season. All right. beat Last that. two years, nine five silver. BGS nine five ten silver. Silverado. Yeah, Silverado. Last sale was April April second at sixteen. That's a nine five. Yours wasn't a nine yeah. five. The other highest price was January thirty first at fourteen six. And then August twenty fourth, twenty twenty, at fifteen thousand. That's not bad. Okay, so it's nothing at twenty. Ten thousand dollar card. No, probably seven. People don't like nines. Yeah, people don't like nines. That was remember. This is before like nines actually became like valuable. People were like, "Oh, nine! I could just cross it to PSA and get a ten because." <laughs> Well, I'll we'll make anything at 10. I want to know where all the data was from last July and August when we were all stuck in the house and everybody was buying stuff like hotcakes. But <laughs> they have that. Do you have your card ladder subscription? No, you're the only one with it. Oh, I got it. That's why I was that's why I was looking at two. They give you the past like two years. Anytime card ladder wants to sponsor us, we're willing and open. <laughs> I think that's just that's in right. anything. I mean, we'll sponsor a single person and just Say their name every five seconds if they want Anthony to. Anthony Laparo wants to sponsor the podcast. We will put top notch sports breaks up. I'll put a fucking tattoo. I'll wear top notch sports breaks, one. underwear, uh, I'll, everything. It doesn't matter. So yeah. shout out to any sports card place. I don't care if you're an influencer, if you got a card shop, if you got whatever. If you want your logo on our podcast, if you want us to rock some gear, just hit us hey, up. Well, you're close with someone, you know, a little bit of a, a, a gypsy kind of vibe, and I, I like those colors. So you want to get on that? Snap, snap, man. Got it. I could yeah. use a couple of poker chips and a hoodie, and I got a poker chip. Well, I do too, but I want like forty of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I got uh... <laughs> a little, little, little baseball, little baseball action. Ooh, I think I have one of those. Shout out to Rip and Gypsy out of Ohio. Go check them out. Like it. Gotta love Rip and Gypsy. <sighs> so, all right, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Some final stuff. Uh, bets. Who are we betting on this week? Next weekend. What are you looking at, Dylan? Let's see here. Well, to be fair, last week I'm pretty sure everything that I said last week was just bang on um, because the Nuggets beat the Blazers. I'm pretty sure that I I warned about that. I mean, the Bucks nets I'd like to see that play another game. The Nuggets-Suns is tomorrow. Rarely do I bet on a game one of an NBA playoffs because I'd like to see how it plays out, honestly. I mean, I think Matt the Suns Miller, can win that series. Oh, I mean, they're they're going to be favored for sure. Yeah, um, good team. 
I just don't know how much I like Devin Booker's supporting cast. I would I would rather even a Jamal Murrayless with Jokic. I would almost rather ride with that. If I was going to bet the series price, I'd like to see what the Nuggets are at. Off the top of my head, I don't know. NHL, I mean, the Avs, I still would bet on to win it all. The Islanders, I think, have played the Bruins a lot better than I thought they would. But, I mean, the Bruins are going to win that, in my opinion. I'd I'd see them winning on Monday. That'll be a seven-game series. It looks like this one's going, yeah. That'll be a seven-game series. I think the Bruins win the next two. Well, Bruins will have game five. And then Islanders at at home, home, game six. Yeah, I would say then that place is rocking. That place rocks. Yeah, I think the Canadians sweep tomorrow. I yeah, they're playing. They won tonight. Yeah, I think the Jets are are uh, are kaput. Avs are down three one after two, which is rough. Which is which will be they'll go two two back to Colorado, and that's going to be a seven game series. I I didn't want it to. I thought we played well, but. It's just, that's those are two of the top teams. It's gonna go seven games. Sixers, Hawks. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it depends on can Trey Young, you know, keep dropping thirty every game. I would. Well, is Joel healthy? Hammering. Uh, he played a ton. He didn't look like he was crashing. He didn't look like he was crashing the board a lot. I mean, he looked like he was taking a few more step backs and, huh? I mean, he put up numbers, though. He did. He looked – I don't know. He didn't seem like himself. I mean, 39-9-4, I mean. I don't know. I mean, he's going to go for 30 every night. I mean, because yeah, if he gets hurt and, you know, if it makes it worse and then he's out the rest of the series, yeah, I definitely don't see them holding on to it. I mean, at the end of the day, if like betting wise, you know, limit parlays. Like when I'm making bets, if I'm betting five games, then I'm probably going to put them in a parlay. But if I'm putting 50 on each one of those games, I'm probably only putting 10 on the parlay. I mean, you shouldn't be dropping as much as you are on single bets on a parlay for obvious reasons. So, so tell me this. I'm not, I'm yeah. not the one who bets a lot. I, I'm not a big, I, I, we don't have betting here in Ohio, but I just I just don't yeah. gamble anyway. It's and I I don't know all the numbers are kind of <laughs> somewhat <laughs> don't make sense to me. Give yeah. give me give me a little insight on what what money line means, what all yeah. that what the odds mean, and how you know how do you know value when you see value in a pick? Yeah, so money line is obviously going to be a straight up winner pick them. Spread is going to be, you know, I mean, obvious how much they're going to win by. Spread could be three and a half. So they've got to win by four in order to clear the bet. You know, sometimes it could be two or three and you can push. A money line when you see minus, say, 200. Anytime you see minus, it's going to be a favorite. Um, So when you see minus 200, a $200 bet will make you 100. So you'll get 300 total back when you make on a minus 200 if you put 200 dollars down you're going to make a hundred dollars say for every 200 dollars you bet if you see a plus 200 for every hundred dollars you bet you're getting 200 
So that's where the plus and minus come into play on Moneyline. There's other odds, and I think they might use it overseas. It's decimal points. And so the equivalent of a minus 200 would be like a minus two, you know, 0.00. Or if it was minus 134, you'll see a minus 1.34. I, that's, you can change settings on some gambling websites to use that system. I've never used that system in my life. And then when it comes down to like value, especially like NCAA wise, you know, football, you might have say number three is visiting number six and they have a similar, you know, record, say they're both SEC teams and, you know, you've got the favorite on the road, you know, like Burrow going to Alabama last year was probably a dog. Whereas you got an LSU team that's playing incredible, but they're going to Tuscaloosa you know what I mean? Tough place to play against a great team. And, you know, they could be plus 100. Well, it's like, A, how do you bet against, you know, Bama? But at the same time, it's like, well, but you're betting with the best team. You know what I mean? With the best guy. So, I mean, value is all on, you know, kind of in the eye of the beholder, you know, essentially on what a person will take to, you know, pull that trigger on how big of a dog. But, I mean, if you're seeing a minus 900, you're getting into like a 15 versus a two territory. You know what I mean? Like in the tournament, like that's a huge, when you're betting a thousand dollars to make a hundred dollars, that's, I mean, you're talking a massive, massive favorite. And then you get into, you know, like a plus 700. That's, you know, you're thinking a seven to one, you know, dog. Then you start getting into, you know, a 10 to one, you're thinking a 10% chance to win. I mean, you'd be pretty confident if you're taking a plus 900 underdog is something that you're not going to hit very often. So, I mean, you got to be heads up. Obviously, the disclaimer out there is never bet more than you can afford to lose. I mean, that's what everybody's, you know, at the end of the day, if you're single bets, they call them units. And that's the big deal is you can say during the week, I went 20 and 10. Like out of 30 bets that I made, I was 20 and 10. But you could lose money, you know what I mean, on that record, or you could be up $10, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, when you're betting, if you're trying to, you know, show somebody how well you're doing, you need to be talking units. Because to you, a unit could be $100. To me, it could be $10. But if we're both up six units, you know what I mean? Then you're talking, you know, positive instead of, oh, well, I was 10 and three today. You know what I mean? Because if you're betting hundreds of dollars on the three you lost and you bet $10 on the ones you won, spoilers, your ass still got taken. You know what I mean? <laughs> so a unit should be three to 5% of your bankroll total. And I probably wouldn't go over, I mean, 30% of your bankroll in a night. I, I mean, obviously, depending on how confident you are, you know, what the bet is, you know, obviously confidence is, it comes down to, you know, how much you're putting on it. So you can obviously go over that, but at the end of the day, you should, regardless of whether you're winning or losing, keep your units the same until you're in a place where your bankroll is a lot bigger, you know, and then you can bump up your unit size. But it's like in poker, if you're losing a bunch of hands and you go on tilt and you start playing, you know, reckless, if you're doing that with your units, your bankroll is going to go kaput pretty quickly if 
you lose three in a row and you're like, oh, well, I was betting 25. Now I'm going to go 75 because I'm going to get back, you know, what I lost. I, I don't recommend that at all. <laughs> and coming from a guy that used to be a ton of parlays. I mean, I was always on parlays. Now, did I have a lot of luck and that's why I stuck with it? Yeah, I, I, I had done really well on parlays for a long time, um, which is not the norm and was probably betting less solo bets or whether, you know, the amounts changed and now trying to, you know, I don't want to say do it for, you know, a living, but, you know, trying to progress on something I just did as a hobby to, you know, a little more seriously bet wise, I tend to bet, you know, more solo bets now and sprinkle on a prop or a parlay. So at the end of the day, it comes down to, you know, your research and what you're looking at and, being smart with how you bet, you know, not betting your house. <laughs> don't don't bet more than you can afford to lose. I can just emphasize that, you know, just be smart. Uh, bet on what you know. If you don't watch baseball, don't bet on fucking baseball. You know what I mean? I don't. <laughs> so we're all on Melvin Gillard. We're all on Melvin Gillard. Yeah, I don't. Why watch betting on your favorite team? That's something that a lot of people, you know, get caught up in because you're like, well, I'm not betting against them. Well, you know. Ugh. Spoilers! I bet on the fucking Clippers today because they weren't fucking losing. <laughs> you know? I was rooting for you know Luca and would have just taken the hit, but I was not betting against the Clippers. I mean, it's just let the numbers you know tell you where to put your money, and you know, at that same way, reverse. A lot of times you might not, or you might know your favorite team more than any other team, so. If you take the bias out of it, it might be a good team to bet on. But if you're only betting on your, you know, your favorite team and you're betting on them every single time, probably a good sign that maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> no, that's that's a good insight for a lot of people because you know sports gambling is getting popular and and yeah, it's wild. in more more places than just Vegas. So you know, especially in Indiana, we got FanDuel that we work with and, and DraftKings. Yeah, and don't listen to Vegas Dave because he makes some dumbass bets. Vegas Dave has always made some stupid, <laughs> bets, stupid card decisions. He wasn't that guy at all. Derek Carr. Enough said. Don't bet Two on Two and a half million dollars in Derek Carr rookie card. <laughs> hey, that reminds me. I got a I got a Derek Carr black rookie. Does anybody want it? Is it a one on one? No. No. No, this is old. I think it's Bowman Chrome. Is it is it the mini? <laughs> no, it's the full size. Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. But, I should uh, give it to Vegas, I Dave. You, know. yeah, you should send it to Vegas, Dave. <laughs> Have him sign it. We should. See, now that one might be worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So my million dollar investment. You Have should. them slab the slab. So send them that. Vegas Dave signs it and then slam <laughs> fucking that on top of it. Hot take, Raider, Raiders win Super Bowl. <laughs> Jesus. That is. No. no. Believe me, that's a joke, guys. Take, that's, that's a joke, guys. <laughs> that team is a joke. Don't, don't get me wrong. Well, we've wasted an hour and a half of we've wasted an hour and a half of everybody's time, including our own. That's why we titled this one even worse. So <laughs> we'll wrap it up for everybody. Neil, tell everybody where they can find you on social. Uh, you probably best bet is, uh, on IG, Doughboy Sports Cards one 
Um, hit me up if you guys want anything, look for anything, want any kind of uh, advice or just want to talk. I'm all about talking about sports cards and whatever. Or LeBron. We can talk about LeBron all day long. I got no problem with that. And don't so, forget your OnlyFans. I don't have an OnlyFans. Sorry. Yeah, he's not. He's not leaking that one yet. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Not yet. Maybe soon. Dylan, you got the extra for that. Still, nobody can find Dylan on Instagram, but he does have a Twitter. I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. I mean, I'm gonna make everything for Alphabets right now. The only thing is uh, on Book It Sports. If you download that in the App Store. And then alphabets, you will find me and my beautiful. I don't know. We're probably at sixty-five percent winning percentage right now on bets, so not terrible, not bad. I uh, I had twenty-seven, no, twenty-eight player props for Game Six in the Mavs Clippers game, and I went eighteen nine and one, and I was plus seven units, so. Not not an awful game, and definitely the most player plop, props I have ever bet on a single game in my life, and it could have ended in absolute disaster, but <laughs> it, it worked out. And I I missed I think I missed two or three by a half. I think Luca was like thirty and a half, and he you know he had thirty or something like that. Like I had you know Morris with under like 10 and a half field goal attempts and he had 10 and I won that one, but you know, I missed out on a couple other, you know, points and rebounds by a half, but I'll take the, uh, 18, nine and one. I didn't bet hardly anything today. I bet on a couple of the hockey games solo. And I think Neil is going to fucking, his app cost me, uh, Marcia. So got a hat trick. Yeah. So, yeah, Av's not looking good. We're going to have to regroup going but, back to game five. Yeah, I'll fucking – which is good, honestly, because DraftKings has got a big bet bonus, and it's a $600 bet, and you get a free $300 bet. But it's got to be minus 200 or lower. And with the Knights winning this game, I bet you that Av's line is going to be right around. Minus two hundred, and I will fucking hammer that, and I'll burn that six hundred dollar bet, and then they're gonna pay me for that, and then they're gonna give me a free three hundred dollar bet, and I guarantee you it's probably minus one eighty because I think when they played game three, or no, game two might have been minus two hundred in the Avs one, but game three, back, I think nothing. Game two, it's probably game one. No, it was the second game. I don't know. I think they might have I think Vegas, it was one fifteen. I think Vegas was a one fifteen favorite. Yeah, so they hit him with the the bullshit lines that they do, and you'll see it in MMA a lot. And Caleb probably might have noticed it yesterday. Betting a lot of times, if the game is extremely close, they will not give either one plus money, and they will go minus one hundred five, minus one fifteen, because they don't want to swing the value one way or another knowing that if it's a dead 50-50 chance that somebody's going to win, you know, or the numbers don't lean some way, or in Vegas, the sharps is what they call the money that kind of swings the line one way or another. Why you have, like, line shift, they call them sharps, and you can kind of follow the money. But if the money stays 50-50, then, yeah, they're not going to give you 
any sort of lean. They're going to keep it, you know, both minus. So if I had to guess, it was, I think that was what it was today. And yeah, I kind of stayed away from it. I had them in one parlay, but. And then uh, you can finish up. You can follow me on Showtime Sports Cards. Same with Neil. You can uh, send questions for the show. Remember, we're on. We've got a Facebook page. Please like and share. Please like and share our videos. Uh, we're live on Twitch, and we have a YouTube page. So the Dream 3 podcast on all three. Um, thanks again to Kings of Nitro Clothing. Um, follow them on Insta- Instagram, the Kings of Nitro. Um, and I think that's it. Until... Uh, next week or the end of this week or whenever we decide to get back together we'll we'll see what happened in this week in sports right now right now mayweather and logan paul are getting ready to walk into the ring so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go waste the rest of my night watching this this (laughs) hey dylan so yeah they got the abs at minus 400 for tuesday jesus christ (laughs) all right oh my god that's scary that's not gonna be the bet (laughs) yeah That is scary. All right. So until next time, everybody, thank you for watching. Please remember, like, subscribe, share, let people know. Got any questions? Hit us up. See you next time.